0: This is a Web Canopy Studio production.
1: Whoa, welcome to another episode of Dropping the Gloves with John Scott. We're on location at the GLI. We got a big win. We're, we're surrounded by tech fans, obviously. The big 4-2 win over who did we beat? MSU. MSU, the bums. The bums from MSU didn't even give us the challenge. It was embarrassing. So we, we won 4-2. Have an empty net winner by Alex Smith. Who we're going to talk to him in a little bit, which is very exciting. But... What would you think of the game, Tim? Finally get some good Michigan hockey. None of those bums from Boston who think they know what they're doing. So what would you think? A good Michigan hockey?
2: Yeah, the whole time, the first couple of periods, like, oh, these guys can't hang with the boys in New England, but um, it was a good game. I didn't think they were going to pull it out. They looked a little flat early in the game, especially the first half of the first and second periods.
1: Tech had a young team. Yeah. They're a very young, inexperienced team. This is a big stage. They were chasing a little bit. There was a lot of fans in the stands. They probably had a lot of their family here, so it's the nerves are going. But once they settled in the third period, they took over the game. The ice was tilted, and they dominated. I think from the third period on, it was just a different team. Yeah, they controlled the play. The shots, I think, in the third were gosh, twelve or thirteen to one or two for Tech. So until they pulled the goalie at the end, but they they dominated that game. And even when they were being
2: outplayed, like Michigan State wasn't playing that that great either. No, it was a sloppy game. game. This game was in their hands from the from the beginning.
1: It was a sloppy game. Tech. The only goals State got was from a few turnovers. Yeah, and they took advantage on a couple turnovers from Tech, and Michigan State scored. But other than that, I don't know, it was a good game. I was very encouraged.
2: So the first time we walked into this, the new Little Caesars Arena, you hadn't been here yet, right? No, first it's, time. Uh, it's a little different from your playing days here, huh?
1: It's a lot more showtime, I'll tell you that. The old, gosh, what was the old rink called? The Joe Lewis Arena. Yeah. It was bare bones, concrete walls. This thing is like a palace. There's restaurants and sculptures and paintings. It's, it's like amazing. It's really, really cool. And to see these college guys come in to play in an atmosphere like this, it's unreal. Like, it is unbelievable how cool it was. But it's a good experience, and we get to do a drop in the gloves here, so it's a win-win.
2: Yeah, so what are these games like back to your playing days at Michigan Tech? Like, Is there a lot of buildup? Do these games mean a little more, even though they might necessarily not for the standings? Yeah,
1: well, when I played, we weren't in a conference where we played teams for Michigan. So it's changed a little bit where Tech, they get to play Ferris, they get to play Michigan a little bit more than we did. We only played them at the GLI, so it was a big deal for us to come down here and try to see where we stack up versus the Spartans versus the Wolverines. We didn't and, stack up very well.
2: Yeah, how did you stack up, John?
1: I was We played 8 games, so you played 2 games. For 4 years I was 0 and 8 or 0 and 8, I were, should say.
2: Were any of them close?
1: No, nah, we went to overtime one game and lost, but no, we we were not a good team when I played. It was just we were overmatched. They had NHL draft picks. They had like Al Montoya, Duncan Keith, guys like that and we were just we were just a bunch of John Scotts, so we, we were very good.
2: <laughs> Do you remember, did it feel any different playing in like an NHL arena? Was a, amenities any different in the preparation before the game? Oh, it's,
1: it's so much different. Just the fact that you're at an NHL rink, you get geared up for it a lot more than you would playing at a home yeah. rink or at a college rink. And mind you, we played at big college rinks in Wisconsin and Minnesota, but this rink is just something different.
2: What were the nerves like before the game? Big You're crowd.
1: crazy nervous. You're in Detroit. You don't want to disappoint. Everyone's family's here. So it's just it's just a lot, lot more nervous. Well, hold on. We got the coach here. Is that right? Is that him? Joe Sean is here. Unbelievable. Joining us. Right. Jump in here, coach. Huh. You can in my chair. Oh. Coach Joe Doing from Doing the podcast. Unbelievable. With John Scott.
3: I remember John Scott, we were talking when he was playing junior hockey for the Chicago Freeze, Geneva,
1: Illinois. Years and years and years ago. I was a baby. What were you doing that time? I was coaching against you. For what team? Sioux Indians. Oh, my. The battles we used to have. Yeah, there were battles. No one wanted to battle you, though. No, no, no. (laughs) Thankfully. So what a game. Tell me about the game. It was fun.
3: Big win. Yeah, guys played hard. Another nice comeback. Third period comeback. We've had... uh, several of those now. Last year we couldn't uh, last year we battled those. It was a big deal and that was one of our focuses this year Hi Joe! One of our focuses this year was to, to be better in that regards and our guys have done done a great job I think we had, uh, I was looking today, I think we had nine or ten freshman forwards playing tonight I noticed that. and then on defense we were, we were relatively young so I, I, like, I really like our group. Our, our leadership our older guys have given us great leadership, our younger guys are, are learning, getting better, we have good size, which is important, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's huge, especially on a you know playing against a fast Michigan State's yeah. not a small team either. Right, so right. to handle those big guys, right. you could tell those freshmen they got a little more comfortable as the game went on. I think the the sheen wore off of playing here yeah. at an NHL rink, and they just got real comfortable. You guys took a two in the third. Yeah, that, that's what's nice that's what's
3: great about this tournament, as you know, playing here so often, is that it gives a spotlight for our guys that's different than you normally see, and uh, you know they, they kind of feel a little NHL y and and. You see how they perform in that spotlight. That's big because I think you and I talked about it earlier. If you you know, if you don't perform, if you kinda of lay an egg in that spotlight individually, then that's in your mind, in the back of your mind. Now you're trying to get it back, you know, you're trying to can I play or can I? And if you do perform in this type of environment, well now you're you know, now you get used to it and it sets up for a good good success down the road.
1: Because well, this is it is a mid season tournament. Mm-hmm. And I think getting these little building blocks will hopefully help you when you get to the playoffs. Right. And the further you go, the bigger the crowds are, the more pressure. And if you can do it here and you're going to win tomorrow – Alex Smith already guaranteed it. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, it's, it's well, already that's guaranteed.
3: Well, that's better than my daughter. My daughter said we're, we're driving yesterday, and she said, Dad, I just want to tell you, it, it doesn't mean anything, but I had a dream that we lost. <laughs> <laughs> we lost the semifinal. I said, oh, thanks, I appreciate you sharing that with me, Rach. So, so yeah. what,
1: speaking of, okay, so you got the one, first one under your belt. Yep. Now what? You don't know who you play. No,
3: we're going to go watch right now and, and try to put a plan together. The, the good thing is we there's familiarity. As they have with us, the familiarity with both teams. Now you're just looking for tendencies and and you know what what their strengths are and how you're going to attack it. And that's the same thing you'll do with us: what our strengths are and how they can attack it. And that's a great thing about this game, right?
1: Do you change your game plan based on which team. Like, are you a little more aggressive? I don't I don't know Michigan. We do change yeah. from Ferris. I don't I don't know them from a hole in the wall, but. If Michigan's a little more offensive, you kind of stay back. Like, are you going to be more aggressive versus one team? Or? Uh, no, we don't do that. But there,
3: are, but, but but we do do subtle subtle yep. changes within. But we always want to. We always want to be on our toes. It's no, it's no fun sitting back. No, and you don't get better sitting back. You know what I mean? You get better the more times the puck is on your stick. The more times you touch it. The more reps you have in practice and in games, you get better. And sitting back and never getting that opportunity. You know what I liken it to? Um, you got you got a little. <coughs> excuse me, little, little kids might hockey. And it used to be when I grew up and probably when you grew up, before they did, how did it, how they do now with the development model and things, same guys had the puck all the time. Yeah. How do the other guys get better? So now they've changed it with this cross, ice. all these small, these stations and everything where you're touching a puck because you never know who's going to be the player.
1: I wish you were my coach when I was growing up. I wish I, I used was To too. touch a puck. I tried to trade for you, just so you know. No <laughs> way! You're <laughs> Absolutely, so full I of did. It. No, I did. Absolutely, <laughs> I did. <laughs> they wouldn't. They wouldn't take the bag of pucks or what <laughs> <that> you offered. <laughs> no. That is you are so a, a good junior player. Funny, I wish you were my coach when I was younger because we never had that. I was a defenseman. They say when you get the puck, give it to number seven. Or let him go. Right. Give it to the skill guy and let him go. It's really funny. I, I couldn't pick out your best player from your worst player in the Isn't roster. Isn't that awesome? It's so, like, Isn't the parity awesome? on your team is so great.
3: Right? And our D get up and to play. We want them to play. And, you know, we want we, we want our guys to play. Because they're trying to make a career, right? Yeah. It's not about Joe Sean. It's, not about, it's about them trying to make a career. And the way I look at it is, you know, the old saying... Feed a guy a fish, give a guy a fish, feed him for a day. Teach him to fish, feed him for a lifetime. We want our guys to fish. You know, you guys, when, we, when I was coaching, you know, you, if you even go out and scrimmage against pro guys, you know, NHL guys, they figure it all out. You know, they figure everything out. Okay, let's do this, let's do this. They talk about it because they want to have success. Hey, let's do this. Let's show these kids this, you know what I mean? That's how pros think. You can't, they learn the game. And because they could be traded from Toronto to Montreal to, and they got to go in and play that night and perform, and they have to know the game. They're going to give them a few subtleties, like we're going to look at when we scout right now, the few little tweaks that they have in their game, center away in the neutral zone, whatever that is. How you're going to handle that? But you got to, you know, they tell you right away, this is what we're doing, this is how we're doing it, and you go out and play. And that's that's the beauty about it, and that's what we want to do with our guys.
1: And you got a young team. I think the future's pretty bright at tech. I think so. I think so. I hope I can enjoy a couple more wins out of you guys. But listen, go watch your game. Go get your scouting report Thanks. done. I appreciate you joining us. Thanks so much. Joe Sean, everybody. What a treat. Yep. John Scott, the legend. All right, man. Good the luck legend. tomorrow.
3: Oh, the Joey Michael Jackson. Okay. Has a great story about you. I'm not going to share it on the air. No, let's hear it. Well. <laughs> I'd love to hear it. He said one time, my wife and I bring him home often. and Anyways. He said one time that guys were being really mean to you outside of a downtown establishment, or okay. not to you to him, yeah, and there was several of them, and then you walked out, and those guys were never mean to him again you', you, you stuck up for you stuck, uh, stuck up for joy, and I think that 's a great thing john that that 's that's that's what you 've left at Michigan Tech a classy guy you 're an engineer you 're a hockey player, you played the game the hard way and uh, you know, I can't wait till that Disney movie comes out. You're, <laughs> I can't wait.
1: I can't wait. You're well, the pride of Michigan Tech. I'm happy. Tech hockey's in a good spot. I love what I saw out there tonight. The boys are working hard, and they're playing hockey the right way. So, listen, I'm expecting a win. Michigan Thanks. just scored. So, I would love it if you'd beat Mel. If that's just me personally. I would love it. But, listen, good luck Thanks, tomorrow. Buddy. Joe, Thanks. all the best, man. Thank you. better Coach. Thank you. See ya. Chopping the world. All right, hey, welcome back. We're live from the GLI. Alex Smith, team captain. What's up, Alex? Good game. Not much, thank you. Appreciate it. We are in a bar in the rink so it's a little loud right now, but it's fine. It's fine. You guys can hear us.
0: So what was the game like? Give, give us a feedback start to finish. What were your thoughts? Yeah, it was a good game. Uh, I thought we came out slow, a little slow. Um, they got a quick one each period actually, I think. Um, but we had a good third. Uh, we, we played a good game. We stuck to our structure and uh, got the win, which is all the ultimate goal at the end of the day.
1: What was the plan going in against Michigan State. It looks like their first line is really, really talented. they got some skill. What was the game plan going in for you guys?
0: Yeah, for sure. They're they're a Big Ten team, right? So they are they got lots of speed, lots of skill, and uh, their top guys are high end. So we knew that and uh, keeping them outside of the ice. I think that was a big thing for us and has been all year is uh, keeping them out of the middle of the ice and, and forcing them to work to get into good ice there.
1: Yeah, I noticed that too. Was there after the second... You guys were playing well. I don't think you were playing up to your abilities. What was said in the locker room? Did you kind of challenge guys? What happened between the second and third? Because you came out in the third, and it was like the ice was tilted for Tech, and you guys pretty much dominated that whole third period.
0: Yeah, honestly, not much was said. I think uh, all all that was really said was we got to win a period, right? We win a period, and and uh, that's what we did. We knew we knew what was on the line. It's not a normal game. This is a big tournament. We host it, right? So we take a lot of pride in it. So uh, come out and have a big third, and and we, we did.
1: So the last time we talked, I said you better score a goal in the GLI. So you're up by one, empty net. You shoot the puck from your end. What's going through your mind? Are you thinking, oh, my gosh, I hope it goes in? Because the coach is going to rip me rip my head off if I don't score and it's an icing.
0: No, I was I was thinking about guaranteeing you a goal. <laughs> no, Does it yeah. count though? Does that count? That counts? Yeah, that counts. Oh, hey, a goal's a goal. <laughs> yeah. They don't
1: ask how in ten years. They have to ask how many. Yeah, for That's sure. Awesome. So now listen, you don't know who you're playing tomorrow. What do you do from here until tomorrow? You got. recoup what's going on the next 24 hours
0: yeah for sure we'll get some recovery in. uh i I mean some guys will stay watch the game some guys will go quick with their family and then get back to the hotel and get a good sleep get a good snack before we go to bed and then obviously yeah like you said we don't know who we play but it really doesn't matter they're both good teams uh we've been playing good hockey so as long as we stick to our game uh we're, we're pretty confident
1: have you played any of these guys yet
0: uh, no, not this year. No, we haven't played either of them. Uh, we haven't played. Ferris is in our division, obviously, but we don't play them until the second half. So, But we're familiar with all of them. Uh, obviously, my first year, uh, the coach of Michigan, so Mel Pearson. So we're familiar with them. So I he think it.
1: pure satisfaction, I think you guys should play Michigan. That would be nice. And then bury them in the finals. I think that would just be real satisfying for a lot of Tech fans. But I know you can't say anything. But anyways, go get some rest, get some dinner. And we'll see you tomorrow.
0: Thanks for having us, awesome Alex Smith.
1: You. Everybody, are you going to guarantee another goal for tomorrow? <laughs>
0: no, no, no. Not he's gonna not going to
1: press his luck. I love it. <laughs> smart man, smart man. All right, Alex. Thanks, buddy.
0: Thank you.
2: So, John, how was your uh, holidays? We haven't talked since Christmas, since before Christmas. I know.
1: It's been sad. You went back to Boston. I did, yeah. I tried texting you. You didn't respond. I tried calling. Yeah. You didn't answer. I big-leagued you. You were just so busy. When I'm in Boston, I don't have time for you. You just put the phone away, and off you go, partying with Rob Gronkowski. Yeah. Living the life in New England with the Patriots. By the way, are you nervous about Uh. our bet?
2: (laughs) We're not going to talk about the Patriots today. Because this is a hockey podcast.
1: The bet was Patriots... Win the Super Bowl,
2: yeah, and I, I took everyone was. else.
1: Yeah, will the Patriots make the Super Bowl? Should we make another bet? No, no. Will if they, anything?
2: I'm going to double down. I if don't anything, even. I want ten to one odds. I'll double down.
1: I'll give you ten to one odds that they'll win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'll bet you a thousand bucks. Ten to one odds. I'll give you a hundred ones. Yes, they're not going to win the Super Bowl. There's no way. Ugh. They're done. They're take this absolutely line, done. All right, we'll talk about it later. But no, my Christmas was good. Yeah. We um we kinda kept it low key this year. We did a dinner just for my wife's parents, came over and we had a nice little Christmas. Kids open up some presents.
2: I mean Christmas morning with five kids just must be chaos, but it must be pretty magical too. It was pretty
1: cool. We um uh, we, we told the kids not to leave their room until we come and get them in the morning and they respected that. And so we, we kind of
2: were they waiting at the door?
1: Oh, they were like waiting at the door like yeah. starved animals, <laughs> like scratching at the door. Because I got them a a train set, and so I wanted to fire up the train set and have it going while they came downstairs. And so,
2: look at that—it
1: was so cool. A Hallmark
2: movie. They came
1: down. The train was puffing away, and they were just—they were blown away. It was great. It was—it's so cool to kind of see your kids and you think about yourself. Anyways, I don't want to bore everybody, but it was really, really cool. It was a good Christmas. We enjoyed it, and uh, yeah, now we're just getting getting ready for the new years. What about you, Tim? How was your Christmas? It was good, yeah. Just good yeah. to uh, be
2: home with the friends and family. And, yeah. Uh,
1: what did you get up to? Uh,
2: was catching up with, with people. I mean, we had obviously a few holiday parties, going out with some buddies from back home, and uh, you know, taking it easy. It was pretty relaxing. Taking it easy? Yeah. Nothing too fancy. Nothing
1: too fancy. Nothing no, too No fan stories you wanted to fill in with everybody?
2: Oh, I don't think so. No? No.
1: None you want to share? I don't think so. All right. Um, uh, no, I'm good. I will let you divulge whatever you want to divulge. But okay. <laughs> Anyways, so while we were away, there was some things that happened. Oh, you want You mentioned the Hawks Christmas thing with I me. I do.
2: Well, you've gotten a few tweets about it. Okay. And people, you know, I all saw the time, that. Uh, we're asking you about like what? Okay, what's the deal with that video? What prompted that? It's never been done again. It was a one-time thing. Was it someone's idea? Like, what was that? It's
1: the Hawks PR team. So every team has like a media team Yeah, they take care of all the stuff you see on the jumbotron, all the TV commercials all the radio ads all the social media stuff so they thought it would be fun to do a Christmas song and they give every guy a part, you don't know what you're going to do they just tell you to meet in this room at such time and we're going to expect to be there for an hour to two hours and I just showed up and they said okay your your song is there's no such thing as Santa and your line is just John Scott. So they don't even tell you what you're saying. All you say is John Scott. And that's all oh, I did. That's it? Really? Yeah. So I don't know where you that goes. We wait 2 in? hours
2: just to say your name.
1: No, because you do a little dance and it, it takes like 20 25 minutes. But yeah, you just say John Scott.
2: It was good because a lot of the players obviously weren't too into it, weren't very animated, but yeah. you, you were clearly, you loving it.
1: I like having a good time. Yeah. What well, can I say? It's I get in the holiday spirit.
2: And the, the cameras love you.
1: It's a time for celebration. The cameras love me. That's well, true. Like, I, I, like, I'm not going to fight it. Yeah. I just got to embrace it. But it's fun. Check it out if you haven't seen it. It's on YouTube, I would imagine. Yeah, we'll tweet it out. It's a, it's a fun, but we did it in San Jose too. And it was a really great, the San Jose one was actually Really, really good. If you haven't seen that one, you need to check it out. It's We made up a whole holiday sweater rap song. It's yeah. really, really good. And all the guys rap it. It's really good. I
2: don't think I've seen that one. Oh,
1: man. Check it out if you haven't seen it. It's really, really good. Matt Nieto, we call him Neats Beats because he's a legit <laughs> rapper. Really? Oh, he's really good.
2: I forgot about that name.
1: Yeah. But anyways, let's talk about hockey. Yeah. Speaking of the Blackhawks. Big news there. One of their alumni got in a little bit of hot water. Why don't you, why don't you fill us in about what happened to him?
2: Uh, Jeremy Ronick went on another hockey podcast that shall not be named. spitting chicklets. <laughs> he made a few, uh, you know, I think maybe probably unnecessary and uh, uncomfortable comments about um, was it Catherine tapping. Yes. Yeah. And. Um,
1: well, even Sharpie and Anson Carter made comments about them, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's the same thing. It reminds me of a Don Cherry thing, like. As, you know, and some part of me says, you know what, people are being a little too oversensitive. He clearly does not mean what he's saying. He's not trying to be disrespectful. But at the same time, it's 2019. You've got to know better. You cannot expect to say stuff like that and don't think there's going to be consequences. It's 2020
1: when this episode comes out.
2: Yeah, practically.
1: He deserves to be fired.
2: Oh, whoa. Fired?
1: Yep. Yeah, fired. Oh, come on. I think that was completely crossed the line. I know I'll take heat from this. Yeah. You don't make comments like that. I, I'm sorry. I don't care if you're good friends. You don't make comments about having a threesome with someone you work with. Yeah. It's just inappropriate, especially in today's climate. It's just like me saying, oh, me and my wife and Tim went to dinner. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it weird. It's not appropriate. It should not happen. And that is, uh, listen, I might get in trouble with spitting shiggles from this as well. This is what they hope for. This is their dream. Yeah. Because they want that clickbait. They are fishing for guys to tell stories that are across that line. Yeah. They did it with me. They do it with everybody they do their interviews with. I don't listen to their podcast just because I'm not that's not my scene, but that's what they do. And all power to them. They do they're doing a great job. That's their thing. But they got exactly what they wanted and Roenick should have known better. You don't go on that podcast and just open up the floodgates because you get in trouble, especially when you work for a company like NBC. You know what I mean? You are going to get in trouble, and that's exactly what happened. So I think he should be fired. I don't like what he said. I think it was gross and just inappropriate. So we'll see what happens. They've already put him on probation, unpaid leave, and we'll see what happens. I think he'll just slowly just drift off, and you won't hear anything from him on NBC anymore. Really, I think Sharpie's doing a great job. I think Anson Carter really good. Catherine Tappan does a great job, and they don't need him. He's one of those guys who just kind of is a uh, Mike Milbury. I like Ronick; he does a good job, but it's he, he crossed the line. I'm sorry. Uh, I, uh, that's just my take. What are you going to do?
2: Well, speaking of the Blackhawks, do you see that uh, the top ten list that came up?
1: Oh, who writes these lists? I don't know. Honestly, not I. Not I. Who are the people behind these top 10 of the decade list because it's a a complete embarrassment there's a few picks that are legit like obviously Crosby and Ovechkin and Stamkos but there's some names on there I'm just shaking my head it's like what is a Carlson doing three Bergeron four Chara at 10 what is what is going on Kopitar at 8?
2: So, I mean, you sent out a tweet a couple of weeks ago. People are having fun thinking about the last 10 years, the decades coming to a close, obviously, and you have um, everyone want to talk about who's the best goal scorer, who's the best player, the best goalie, and all these things. Have okay,
1: you- let me stop you there. You're a, you're a voter. Yeah. The last 10 years, do you think you would pick the person who's won three Stanley Cups maybe? I would. He He's, would be in contention. He, you would think about him. He's won a Hart Trophy. Yep. He's won a Conn Smythe. Yep. Oh, and on top of that, he's gotten the most points in the last 10 years. Where do you think he would rank in the top 10? Probably number one, right?
2: I would say number one.
1: Yeah, me too. Oh, check the list. Where is he? Not even on the sticking list. not even there. I think he turned out to be 15. I like...
2: uh, like, I don't like... In what criteria is Stamkos better than him? Kane's better in every What
1: criteria is Crosby better than he is? Crosby's Canadian. Yeah. That's the only criteria. Honestly... Yeah. Honestly.
2: I mean, I'm a Bruins fan. I think Bergeron at four is a little high. He's top ten, but maybe six or seven, maybe eight, you know. Carlson Chara shouldn't be there. Carlson
1: should not even be on the list. Yeah. He's not the best defenseman in the last decade. Charter should be on. Duncan Keith should be on the list. Yeah. In my opinion.
2: You mentioned Doughty, too, over Doughty. Kopitar. Doughty. Yeah.
1: Over, when you think of the LA Kings teams when they won the Stanley Cup, who's the most important player on that team?
2: Doughty and maybe Quick.
1: Quick and Doughty. Yeah. Kopitar maybe is top five. <laughs> yeah. Because they have Carter, yeah. They have Brownie played a role. Like it's just, it's mind-boggling to me the list that they make.
2: How about McDavid being on the list, even though he came up really only half a decade? Like
1: I get it, he's yeah. a really, really good player. <laughs> yeah, but man, you got to be really good in five years, and I guess he has been.
2: Yeah, but top five,
1: I don't think you should be there either. It's yeah. it's a flawed list. I don't like it. I'm going to make my own list now. I'm going to do that. I'm sick of it. I don't like it. the, the, the NHL? Ah. Uh,
2: We'll release that uh, at a further date.
1: We will get to the bottom of who's making these lists. And I want someone—I want someone's job. I want someone fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want someone fired for that someone terrible to list. Someone needs answer for this. Oh, let's say with the Hawks theme here. I like where we're going. Yeah. My guy, the big rig himself, Brent Seabrook, he's done for the year. We talked to him before the season. I was looking forward to his year. He's had a couple down years. He said he's healthy. He's ready to go. He's lost a couple of lbs. He felt good. He's done. Double shoulder surgery. Shoulder and double hip. He's. I think his career's done.
2: You think he's done forever?
1: How do you come back from a double hip surgery?
2: He's not. A, he's not a young guy. Either. Not a
1: young guy. He doesn't play an easy flowing game. He plays a hard, heavy game.
2: The other thing you got to think about too is like, what does he have left to prove? Right? He's got three rings. Gold he's medal. Got at least one, maybe two. Yeah. I think he's got two.
1: Like he's he's done everything, and he's still like he can just throw on the IR and just still make money for the next five years. I think he has four or five years left on his deal. He makes six million a year.
2: So when you tell like your stories from Hawks, your days with the Hawks, you always bring up Kane or Taze, Bickle. You never really mentioned Seabrook. Like, what's he like as a guy?
1: Seabrook was just one of those guys who was just a good guy. wasn't the loudest guy in the room. wasn't the biggest personality. But he was just a good guy you would want to go out and have a couple beers with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just one of the guys. No ego at all. Any any funny stories or anything? No, because he yeah. wasn't really that loud.
2: He wasn't in on those, those pranks with Sharpie. He
1: loved his food. Yeah. He loves to eat. Yeah. Like, he, we would give him a hard time about how big he was all the time, but he's just a good dude.
2: What was he doing in the, uh, in the playing after the games?
1: Eating, yeah, <laughs> just eating his second or third dinner at that point. The guy liked to eat. He's one of those guys who, when he's done playing, he's gonna have to watch his weight. Yeah, because he's going I think he's gonna throw on the pounds pretty quick. But that, who 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 am I to say? I look, I'm <laughs> I'm throwing him on too right now. I just yeah, I should talk. But no, I I feel bad. He had such a good career, and the game changed throughout his career. He started off in a league that was perfect for him a good stay-at-home physical defenseman, Then they changed the rules. You can't clutch. You can't grab. You got to, you know, skate with the guys, and that's not his game. And so the game kind of changed, and it kind of left him behind a little bit, but I don't know. He's fine. He's made like $50 million. He's got three cups. He's got a beautiful wife and kids. I think he'll be fine. Hockey's not the end-all be-all. I'm sure he'll do great. But anyways, I'm tired. It was a good day.
2: We have some couple interviews this episode. We're really excited about. Michigan Waitin- Tech One. Yeah.
1: They're gonna take on the championship tomorrow. We hope so. We hope so. I know so. They're gonna play who they Michigan's up one nothing right now. So they'll they'll play Michigan. They're at Michigan's coach now is Tech's ex coach. Did you know that? I did not know. Mel that. Pearson. Drama. So he left Michigan, went to Tech, built up that program, left Tech, and now he's back to Michigan because Red Baronson quit.
2: How many coaches have there been since you
1: left Tech? Oh gosh, I don't know. Four, three or four? I don't know. Not many. But I, I hope they play Michigan tomorrow and they win. That's my prediction. Tech's going to win the national championship. Do you want to bet? Breakfast? Yes. Okay. You take everyone else. I'll take Michigan Tech. Done. You're here to hear first. Just got myself a new breakfast. Uh, yeah, right. Jackpots. And I like my pancakes and my bacon. Raw. Not so crispy. My wife uh, likes her bacon really crispy.
2: I do, too. More I like
1: blader. it. I like it just cooked. So it's like really flimsy. Rubbery?
2: Uh. No, thank we
1: you. A, we got a John Scott jersey to the right. Did you see that?
2: John Scott? Right oh. to
1: the right on oh, that stout-looking man right there. He doesn't even know we're talking about him. That's a John Scott jersey. Is that a
2: jersey. Uniform or is that, is that All-Star game? That's an All-Star
1: game jersey. Is it? I think it is. I'm not sure. It is. No big deal. No big deal. Oh.
0: There it is.
1: It is a John Scott jersey, John everybody. Scott. I have made it. I've made it. Anyways, thank you, everybody, for being here. And uh, we will see you next time on Dropping the Gloves. Go Tech!